Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Here we are again. I had a week away, but that means I'm fresh and ready to hear tales of gadgets, gizmos and extraordinary doogles and dongles. Well, a lot has happened since you've been away, so let's get straight on with it. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. It's been a week in which, for example, Elon Musk bought 92% oh, yes. of Twitter. Interesting thing about that is he paid $2.9 billion for it. Mm. But because the richest man in the world had bought it, yes. Twitter shares went up. So that's now worth $3.6 billion. Yeah, so if you tried to sell them, I don't think you'd get the same price no. as they are now. But he's made $700 million just by buying shares in Twitter. Yes. That's well, that sort of thing well, happens when you're worth that much money. Yes, yes. clearly. Yes. Maybe a small change to him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Also yes. been a week in which uh, electric car charging points on the Isle of Wight which have a screen that shows information about the local council have been showing hardcore pornography instead. Yes, I did see that. That was just extraordinary. It's wonderful. Just Someone extraordinary. hacked it. Yes. Isn't that splendid? Didn't we have years ago when we were doing this, somebody hacking one of those giant signs as you drove into a city somewhere? Oh, really? Okay, um, we... Maybe that wasn't chatting to That's you a long, long time ago, somewhere in Asia. I think they have these massive, giant advertising billboards. Somebody managed to hack into one of those, Excellent. put something on they shouldn't. Yes. It's uh, also been a week in which British Airways announced that they've been, they're going to use their first batch of fuel from chip fat. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is where Britain has an advantage because we probably have more chips ahead of population we probably than, have more... <laughs> <laughs> than any other nation. Yes. Are you, I'm just wondering. If, if, as you were about to take off, the captain said, oh, I've got great news for you, we're powering this plane with chip fat, I'd would you off. be reassured? <laughs> I would not. If there were a communication mm. cord, that would be the moment to pull it. Yes, indeed. I don't think they have them on planes, do they? No, they don't. No. But no doubt Elon Musk will buy into British Airways and suggest they should. No doubt he will. Because he has suggested some amendments to Twitter already, hasn't he? Didn't he say that he, we need an edit well, he has button? Been, yes. Well, they, they claim that the edit button request didn't come from him. They'd always started working on it. He claimed it's all his idea. So yes, who do yes, you believe? Yes. Twitter or Elon Musk? I mean, frankly, it's very hard <laughs> to believe, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So chip fat planes. Chip fat planes. And while we're up in the air, flying taxi company, Joby. Joby, which turns out to be named after its CEO, Joe Ben Bevert. Joe right. Ben being his first name. Oh. So it's parents a, obviously really B. couldn't decide. Yes, when your parents can't decide, just put the two names together. Yes. Anyway, Joe it Ben. It could have been. It could have. They could have done the way around and done Benjo. They could have. Wasn't there a ben Joe ben ben in the Waltons? I'm sure there was a, someone like that. No. Well, can't remember. John Boy. Good night, Joe Ben. John Boy. So it just yeah. trips off the tongue. It, it does. It? it does. Anyway, he wants to expand into the UK. Because um, he likes the dense concentration of uh, very large and very crowded cities, mm -hmm. which is uh, perfect for 
vertical takeoff taxis and things. So who knows, we may see them at some point. But from vertical takeoff taxis to driverless cars. I just thought, are they going to have special landing pads? Because if not, I mean, if you're hovering over a crowded London street, how do you get down? They will. Well, I think once there's a have to wait for pedestrians hovering overhead, avoid. you would clear out of the way pretty sharply, shouldn't you? Oh, I don't know. Most people wandering along, looking at their phones. Yes, they Maybe would feel it because of course things have a lot yeah. of downdraft. Well, I suppose so. It seems odd. I mean, helicopters have to find proper. Yeah. They will have places. to land on roofs or in parks, I suppose. I mean, there we go. Places like you know, Judron Lewis, Selfridges could open up their roofs to as, as flying taxi ports. Oh yes. Mm. Make a yes. bit more cash that way, couldn't they? Yeah, that would be a bit like sort of going to airports and coming out of airports again, having to go through a shop. Yes. Before you actually emerge into exactly. uh, the outside. Yes. 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 I'm sure that's what to squeeze the final bit of money out of it <laughs> yeah. you before you leave. Let's, let's have one of these. So, having had one, where now? Well, driverless cars. And apparently, it won't be that long before driverless cars uh, don't have steering wheels. So no one can take over in the event of an emergency. But what happens if there is an unpredictable situation, as they like to call uh, emergencies? Hmm. There's a company called Street, Street Drone, uh, which the, uh, the UK government has funded to do some tests in Oxford and London of driverless cars with remote operators. And these people are sitting, uh, it's like an, an arcade game. They're sitting in front of three monitors Yes. Front and two wrapping around the side with the steering wheel and pedals. And they're watching the car going along. And if anything happens, they can take over you know, immediately from the comfort of their whatever they're in. But hang on a second. If the whole point of driverless cars yes. is to cut down around the number of people, then having a person monitoring every single driverless car is going to be nonsensical. Well, I imagine that they would have a bank of screens on which they would see what all their car driverless cars are doing. And if one of them gets into difficulty, they can take over. But frankly, I mean... I, I mean, I'm like, mercifully, yes. I haven't had many accidents in a car, but I imagine it happens in a pretty much in a split second, whatever yes. problem. Yes. Doesn't sound very well thought through to me. It, well, let's 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 see what the result of the trial is. I mean, it, it may be that they have thought through it a bit more than uh, than I'm managing to explain here. Mm, okay. Now then, talking of safety, mm. um, this is my, my my third segue of the of the day. I hope you noticed that. Uh, it, yes, it's, of, uh, it's now happening so seamlessly. I don't notice. <laughs> so, so, um, street lights. It's mm. well known. Street lights make streets safer at night. Obviously, yeah, people can see course, things. People can see things. But there is the big environmental impact of leaving lights on um, all night because, mm. of course, someone they've got, to, they've got to fuel the lights and it's a, it's a waste of money, electricity, and then probably halogen bulbs. Um, so they've been doing trials for having the lights turned off between midnight and 6 a.m. Mm. And, mm. of course, this has led to, um, to more crime. Well, no, it hasn't led to more crime. Um, according to a recent study, which is in the Journal of Quantitative Criminology. Oh, I read I it every month. I didn't know there was such a thing, but I'm going to start reading it from now. Um, when the lights are off, there are far fewer thefts from cars because the thieves can't see what they're doing. 
they, they can't walk along the street, look in the backs of cars and see if there are laptops. Because no, presumably you can't, you can't hold a, a jemmy at the same time as having the light on your phone on. No, yes. they could always go for head torches, couldn't they? Well, don't tell them that. Don't write that in the <laughs> Journal of Quantitative Criminology. We'll give the game away. <laughs> but, but, OK, not, not every crime has to do with, with cars. You can't imagine people would feel a lot safer. Apart from anything else, even if the lights aren't on and it's a dodgy area, you would feel less safe. You would. Absolutely and more nervous with the, yes. if it's very dark. Yes. But that's very difficult to quantify, criminologically logically speaking. <laughs> it's, it certainly is. Very good. Right. So you go down to your local pub and you uh, want to have uh, see what assuming the, assuming you can see assuming the lights are on and assuming the lights are on it could be during the day you could okay. be going oh, at true. lunchtime yes, let's say it's Sunday lunchtime when you go back and you want to see what they've got on for their whether they've got a carvery on or whatever it's on yeah. and you look up with a chalkboard and there may be some beautifully drawn chalkboards and I have seen some really glorious ones in pubs yes. and then I've seen the one where the barmaid just scroll stuff up and they don't look. All that you know, all that attractive, but I don't need to tell you what's on the menu. I know, but they can be beautiful. I've seen okay. many really beautiful chalkboards. Okay, um, e ink displays, e ink displays. We, we were introduced back in uh, 2014, which are always on the like giant Kindle screens, right. and they are color for so giant color Kindle screens. But the thing is, they were a bit washed out. But there is a new version. The Gallery Plus from Ian, hmm. which they're aiming at digital signage. So the idea is that people will be able to design beautiful boards for for pubs and for yes. shops and coffee bars, and they'll be in full colour and they'll be always on, but using no electricity when they're on. Like Kindles, they will only use electricity when they change. Hmm. Isn't that clever? Yes, yeah. it is until somebody hacks them. Ah. Well, yes, indeed. If you're sitting in a pub idly and you have computer skills, what would be more Well, you fun? could change all the prices. That's you know, true. Could, and the then price. claim that, that there's some consumer law, I'm sure, that says there if is, a place yes. displays the price too cheaply, they have to um, stick to it. Uh, what they would have to do is just put E and OE at the bottom of all the chalk yeah. bars. They could have that permanently printed yeah. onto the frame. We, we should say that at the end of every one episode of this as well. <laughs> I think that's kind of taken for granted in the show, yes. isn't it? Right. And, um, yes, there no. is... Oh? No, 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 no. Well, you looked at me, so I was going to say anything, but I wasn't. And then I did, just to say I wasn't going to say anything. And then I... Sorry about that. Okay. Now you said something. I yeah. thought you were going to play one of your sounds. but you Well, I was going to. Then I thought, well, it's almost time to have, have a little break and grab a drink of water. Okay. Not quite well, yet. In that case, while we're talking of things like streetlights and safety, it's a well-known fact that mobile phones cause brain tumours. Except they don't. No, they don't. People have been saying that for a long time. The University of Oxford has just completed its 20-year study, which involved a million women, mm. and it's come up with the conclusion, no. <laughs> that's, I don't know that's disappointing or not. But after 20 well, years... Well, I'm glad they actually studied it, because it was widely yeah. held. Though Clearly, those people who are worried about it have long since given up the ghost because almost everybody uses them. Yes. If they're not terribly have. smart ones. But why just women? I mean, maybe it only affects men. I uh, don't tell They've them They've got to spend another 20 years. they spent 20 <laughs> years on this. Yes. <laughs> OK, well, that's interesting. Let's just then have a quick break. Sharing ideas about money. 
This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to Gadget and Gizmos on Share Radio, where Steve Kaplan is telling us all the latest in the world of tech. And we are on to, there's a new Dyson device in town. Dyson, manufacturer of grossly overpriced vacuum cleaners, Mm. has now turned his attention to Bluetooth headphones. But Bluetooth headphones with a difference. These are big, fat, chunky Bluetooth headphones, not the sort of discreet in-ear buds. Mm. And the reason they're so big and fat and indeed chunky is because they hold a visor that goes in front of your mouth. Um, So it's partly a COVID thing, but also to combat air pollution. Uh, And they say that it delivers a plume of fresh air without touching your face. So it kind of sits in front of your your face. It looks absolutely bizarre. Really, seriously weird. Um, Mm. I seem to remember, was it in the Woody Allen film Sleeper, um, where he had some kind of device with a, a like a cork in his mouth that yes yes it. yes it looks like that but even more so if you went out in public wearing one of these people would give you very very strange looks indeed oh but anyway but he's made them he expects people where to does the fresh them. air come from well it's it filters the non-fresh oh, I see. Air. okay oh i see yeah. right okay so there's no um, there's no backpack full of air okay there is no backpack full of air. <laughs> that would be good an extra back on your on your back uh, and it'll be selling in the autumn for between 500 and 1000 pounds frankly even for dyson lovers i can't see many people springing for one of these mm. they do look so bizarre but maybe they're people who are paranoid enough to want to wear one i don't know well we shall soon see we shall soon if you see, see one take a photograph please if I see one, I will take a photograph. I think it's inc- incredibly unlikely that I will actually uh, actually see one because, I, as I say, I, I find it very hard to imagine anyone actually uh, buying one of these. Mm. Don't you think? Yes. Well, I haven't seen it. But from the way you the sound tell of it. it, I think apart from somebody who wants to walk around, um, frankly, with something on that says, I've just spent £1,000 on looking at Pratt. Yes. Exactly. Which is perfectly possible. Which is uh, perfectly possible. There are plenty of people who do just that. Yes. Yeah. Um, now then, antibiotics. Yes. Good and bad. I mean, good because they 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 prevent us getting all kinds of, of ghastly illnesses and, and cures. Bad because they've been overused. And one reason they've been yes. overused is because people are often given antibiotics preemptively, so before they need them. Yeah. So if you have a wound, then they dress the wound. Uh, with, a, with a bandage, what they can't do is see through the bandage to see how the wound's getting on. So they're likely to give you a dose of antibiotics just to present, prevent anything yeah. going on. Um, they could make uh, transparent dressings, I suppose, but that would be really unpleasant. You want to go out in public with your wound. Yes, people, people fleeing from you. You get yes, wide open pavements in front of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just, just space yes. to land your taxi. Yes. I was about to say, yes, yes, taxi driver looks down, thinks that well did there. Yeah. Well, the Emperor Research Centre in Switzerland have come up with a possible solution, which is they store the medication inside a membrane made of polymer nanofibers. I have right. little idea what any of those words mean, but it sounds impressive, don't you think? Yeah, yes, they know what they're talking about, clearly. <laughs> they, they clearly do. And the thing is, when your skin temperature goes above 37 degrees, 
the, the membrane softens and it releases some of the medication that's inside it, which then goes into the wound. Mm. And if that's effective and your skin temperature drops below 37 degrees, the membrane hardens again and so stores up the rest of the medication for when it's next needed. Isn't very that clever? clever? Yes. I think that's very, very clever. It is. Yes, I think it's a yes. really seriously good idea. We talk about an awful lot of science research, stuff, particularly on this programme, because we like these silly stories. But this one, I think, is a seriously good thing to be developed. I agree. Mm. I agree. Um, so much so, it's one of these. So where now? Uh, well, we're off to China. Oh. We're off, in fact, to the Chinese University of Hong Kong, who have made um, what they say is the world's first soft robot, which is made of slime. What? So it is a slime infused with magnetic particles. And this slime can be driven around using external magnets. So we so see things like giant slugs all crawling all over the place. Well, quite a small slug. So the idea is... If you've got something trapped you know, up your nose or in your ear or something, mm -hmm. rather than trying to go out there with forceps or even worse, operating, they can put some slime in and they can drive it around. They can grab, they actually grab things, the, the object that shouldn't be there, and then pull it out. Sorry, it's like computerised robotic leeches. It's like robotic leeches. It's Ugh. absolutely extraordinary. And I've seen footage of this thing in operation, and it reminded me of the... Um, uh, there's a Star Trek episode called, I think, is it The Blob? Where there's a giant slime monster that, that, that eats people. Mm. It's Star Trek Next Generation. I think, it, in fact, it ate Tasha Yar, who was the surprisingly female um, security officer. I say surprisingly female. Who was the female surprisingly security officer. No, there must be a better way of phrasing that. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I hadn't realised you were, were so knowledgeable on Star Trek, and it would be your, your mastermind specialist subject. <laughs> oh, I used to like Star Trek. I've been watching Star Trek Picard series mm, two or three. Like, well, yeah, I'm sure we shouldn't two. go down there, but I'm afraid I got so bored with it, I just gave up. Oh, on the first series? The second series? No, I started the second series. Oh. And the first episode is just as boring as the first series. Oh, no, the second, well, the first episode, but the second series rattles along at a terrific pace. It's Does very it? Good oh, okay. Well, I should... Oh, yes. I will stick with it. Pass on this information. Not strictly. Okay. They've got lots of gadgets and gizmos in there. So I suppose that's fair enough to talk about that. Let's, okay. uh, let's move to our crowdfunding time of the week, shall we? Oh, in that case, you want one of these? Yes. Bike clocks. We all need bike clocks. Well, I mean, if we're, or if we're cyclists, we need bike clocks. And you and I are cyclists, so we both need bike. Mm. I could have said that in a much more comprehensive and, and well, concise Not only way. that, but I, 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 I was confused as to where the gap between the two words was i thought you were talking about bi clocks i thought clocks were going to suddenly oh. develop sexuality but no or... bike you mean bike locks okay I mean, i'm with you now locks. yeah, yeah with i'm with me. you now excellent and um bike locks well they are they are clumsy they are big they're bulky and they and if you forget to take it with bike. you you have to go home again yeah I, which i have done yes, and it so is I. really really frustrating yeah well new on indiegogo is the uplock and the mm. uplock is a bike lock that stores inside the seat post. Isn't that clever? That is very clever. So it comes with a custom mount. So you just flip it to one side. You use the key to unlock it. Um, it has drill-resistant rivets, and it's made of a hardened steel alloy, so it can't easily be cut or, or bashed. Mm. 
and I think it's a really clever idea. It is, however, 210 euros, which is about over 175 pounds, which is a lot for a bike lock. Yes. Um, they've only raised 5,000 pounds so far, so I think they may not meet their target, which is a shame because it's a very good idea, but I think do- at least double what it should be. Oh. No, it does seem a good idea. Mm. Which, um, and is that on Indiegogo? Is that one of the ones where you, you put your money down? If it doesn't happen, you get your money back. Um, you don't have to pay. If it doesn't reach its goal, yes, yes. you get your money back. Oh, but, um, yes, I hope, I hope they do. I think but if it's really in the idea. seat post, does that mean you have to take, saddle off to get it? No, because they have a, a mount at the, the top that flips to one side. So okay. you can then take it out. Oh. Really ingenious. Clever. Yes, I agree. Yeah, very clever. I thought so. Okay. And now on to Deliveroo. We like mm. Deliveroo because we see people zooming around on their bicycles with their cyan Deliveroo backpacks on, and it all looks very You're one of the few people who knows what colour cyan is, but okay, I'll trust you. The cyan is one of the four of cyan, magenta, yellow and black, C-M-Y-K, which is possibly the world's first dyslexic acronym, but we won't go into that. Okay. Um, and they have done a partnership with W.H. Smith, mm-hmm. uh, where you can now get 600 W.H. Smith products in, in 20 minutes. Uh, things like printer ink or stationery, power adapters, USB cables, and even um, best-selling books. They're trying to get out in 10 stores around the, the country. Um, the nearest one to me is, is Muswell <clears throat> Hill, which is sadly a bit too far away for me to be able to order anything from them. But what a good idea. Well, do, do people need stationary supplies that urgently? Yes. Really? Yes. If you're about to go on holiday and you found that you haven't got an adapter for your phone, or if you lose it, or if it breaks, or if your printer runs out... Well, of hang ink, on a second. Hang on. They sell those at the airport. They do sell those. Yes, that's true. They do sell them. They're printer always okay. sell okay. printer Or if you're sitting there... Were well, you going on holiday taking a printer with you? That's some no, no, no. This, this is separate holiday. from the holiday. Oh, thing. I see. This okay, is when you're sorry. at home. You've got an urgent... You're going on right. holiday, and you've got to print your ticket. Oh, right. And yes. you yes. find your printer has run out. And you think, oh, my God, I'm going on holiday, and I haven't yet read the latest Richard Osman cashing <laughs> book. And you can yes. order that as well. Yes, so okay. Well, I think I think it makes a kind of sense. Okay. Well, we'd have to hope they open one slightly nearer Muswell Hill to you. We well, let's hope they do. I think it's a great idea. I think if these people can deliver more than just food, then it's altogether excellent. Mm. Okay. And finally, if we've got time for that, mm. finally, I think we probably have. Yeah. yeah. Now, of course, and finally on the BBC six o'clock news was always the cuddly animal story, the dog on the skateboard or. Yes, it was. yes. Well, we've got something similar, except ours are more of a pest. Um, seagulls, seagulls right. in Venice are mm. a major pest because they steal food. People who are dining al fresco, is that Italian? It is Italian, yes. Yeah. So people who are dining al fresco in Venice mm. have been plagued by seagulls swooping down and stealing food. There was a report recently of a woman who was crossing the Piazza San Marco and a seagull stole her ice cream from her hand. Good gracious. Yes. Well, I mean, it happens in this country, but mostly with chips. It happened with chips, exactly. Well, people who are staying in the uh, rather expensive hotels in Venice are understandably um, annoyed about having their, their food stolen by seagulls. So they looked at getting uh, 
uh, a falconer in. Mm-hmm. But of course, falconers are quite expensive, and you really don't want to be eating your uh, your spaghetti bolognese while you look up and you see falcons ripping seagulls <laughs> to, sh- to shreds above <laughs> yes. you. Yes, no, you don't. So the answer is, uh, at least for the gritty palace hotel, they've given their guests water pistols. Oh, how entertaining. Yes. Um, What makes them slightly less entertaining is their bright orange water pistols, and seagulls apparently recognise them, and so when they see a bright orange water pistol, they keep clear. So the guests actually have the water pistols, what they don't have is a good opportunity to use them. So they start firing them at other guests. I'm sure they do, or even the waiters. I yes, they fire the waiters. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, rather than you know waving to get their attention. Well, why don't all these councils in England who are plagued by seagulls start investing in orange water pistols? Can you imagine if they went down to Brighton <laughs> Seafront and gave everyone water pistols? Yeah, I would look forward to that enormously. <laughs> yes. Right, that's it, though. Sadly, we have run out of time. That's it for this edition of Gadget and Gizmo. Back with more at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.